Hei, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning, 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 warning. You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali, and Little Village. This is What's Up, Love Your Planet edition. My name is Caesar, And my name is Emilio. And yeah, this is Love Your Planet. Today's show is about bees, trees, tomatoes, and other nature stuff, like coconuts, for example. <laughs> and yeah, lots of talking about pollution and ways to save your planet because, of course, it's the only the only planet you have and the only place you'll ever live in. Well, guys, you just listened to Macaco Moving, which was a nice song. I heard that one in a video, I think. So I was playing FIFA, and then the song was playing, and it was pretty catchy. So today, we're today we're gonna talk about about today we're gonna talk about benefits of planting a tree. Uh, did you guys know that if you plant a tree, it could help you socially, communally, environmentally, and economically? So some of those benefits are, some social benefits are, uh, studies show that spending time around trees and green spaces reduces stress. It also shows that hospital patients show to recover from surgery when they get uh, a view of trees. So they recover even faster than, than when they're not around green spaces. And children tend to learn more and rem- remember more when they are outdoor around green spaces. Communal benefits are like tree lining streets. Communal benefits, tree lining streets have a calm effect and it slows down the traffic, making it safer. Also that trees can complement the architecture design of a building and even the, the entire neighborhood. Environmental benefits are like many wildlife animals depend on the trees for the habitat and their home. Um, trees reduce the urban heat island effect through evaporative, evaporative cooling and reducing the amount of sunlight that hits buildings and parking lots. So the urban heat heat island effect is um, it describes built up areas that are hotter than nearby rural areas due to human activities. So like the concrete on the ground, like that's that's being made by humans and like factories with um with um releasing a bunch of smoke and all that stuff 
so it um trees help reduce that and of course obviously they filter air pollutants like carbon monoxide ozone and sulfur monoxide giving us the holy oxygen fresh for us to breathe economic benefits trees can reduce cooling costs in the summer by shading the southwest the south and the west of your home the citrus trees are trees or a shrub that shed their leaves annually yeah pretty much <laughs> they value a well landscape home with a mature healthy trees increased by 10% or more than a similar home that has no very that has no or very little landscaping so yeah guys that is benefits of planting a tree so uh next up is a bees audio made by your one and only Emilio <laughs> so yeah guys uh we'll be back after that oh what is that are those bees Ugh, bees. I hate bees. Ugh, look at those nasty bees. Ugh, look at them bees. Let me get them with the spray. Hey, yo, Tyrone, pass me the spray. Let me hit him with the spray. Ugh, nasty bees. Burn, burn all of you. Well, hello there. I hear you like bees. But did you know that one of our three meals is made of a honeybee? Maybe. But just maybe. So that means that what are you eating right now is probably made of honey. Probably. And you think they're nasty? Well, you know if you kill one beast, you're gonna kill all the plants because you know they're the ones that help us. And maybe if the bees don't exist, we're not gonna have food, you know? Because bees are the ones that pollinize the flowers and all the other kinds of vegetables or fruits to make it more sweeter. There's something, it's called colony collapse disease, which is a disease of all the problems that bees has that could make you die. There's tiny insects, or like bacterias that are in bees that make them die. For example, there's one that lives in their bodies and makes them weaker and weaker through the years until they die. There's another one that's in their panel and they eat the bee while it's in, inside the egg, but they don't kill it at all. They just eat it to make it weaker. And once they get out of the, the egg, the thing spreads in other colonies and you know makes it over and over. But one of the most, I guess, like real ones, that are in real life, it's called neon nicotines or neon nicotines. See, it's kind of hard. It's like nicotine is the thing that the cigars have, which they also the insect insect seeds has, and make the bees die. So next time you say you don't like bees, be aware of your mind. You know, bees are important, and so are we. So it's nice to have bees and humans together. Thank you.
And welcome back, guys. My name is Caesar, and my name is Emilio, and this is Love Your Planet. So, what did you think about that bees audio? Well, it was nice because you know it was talking about how the bees were dying, and like one of the things was neonicotin, which is like caused by the fertilizants and pesticides and pesticides that bees carry when they like. Yeah, and then killing themselves too. So, I mean, bees, you know, they are <laughs> they are our primary pollinators that pollinate our fruits and vegetables, and their population has been decreasing at an alarming rate, which is pretty bad because they're our primary pollinators and they give us fruits, vegetables, and a bunch of other a bunch of like a bunch of fruits that give us nutrition and that we can't live without um but did you guys know that there's this company i mean first what's the first thing when you think of 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 bees what's the first thing that comes to your mind honey what's what what comes after that what the other word flowers no 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 the the, this is like the most obvious. It's a cereal. So, oh, Cheerios. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios. They, they are continuing to save the bees by building homes for bees and other pollinizers. So they are doing this by putting a packet of Cosmo Sensation mixed seeds, especially marked, in specially marked boxes of Honey Nut Cheerios and letting the consumer plant the seeds. So you can go to a store and... You see, so you go to a store and you see a box of Honey Nut Cheerios. And what you'll see is that the bee is not there no more. But under that, there's a green label that says free mix Cosmo, Cosmo Sensation mixed seeds, which come inside the box. And they are a packet of seeds for the consumer or the customer to go out outside and plant the seeds for our bees. So the population could increase over the next few years because it's really really low so now we're talking about monarch monarch butterflies which are another pollinizer so their population has gone down 80 percent in the last 20 years how you ask mainly because habitats have been destroyed so these butterflies feed off off a plant called algodoncillo which has become limited to the monarchs because of pesticides and other extreme weather um, Algodoncillo serves butterflies as a habitat and food for them. And, you know, without that plant, there's no home for any other butterfly that feeds off that plant. And there's no, there's no, uh, there's no, you know, there's no home for them that protects them from other animals, other insects. Um, they also, um, Pollinizers aren't only butterflies and bees, but they are also insects, birds, ants, and bats. You know, because bats, yeah. So, like, you know that fruit bat, you know? Yeah, I know that fruit bat. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, but they also, um, so more than two-thirds of the world crop species rely on pollinators. So, yeah, that's a lot of food. That's more than half because that's 66% of our food that we rely on pollinators. See, it's hella mad right there. 
So yeah, guys, that's. I mean, what do you think about it, Emilio? Well, what I think about it is like, uh, with the bees and the butterflies. I like butterflies, and I didn't know that the monarch, monarchy, monarch, monarch, yeah, those, <laughs> those butterflies were decreasing. Cause I don't see like way that they're the, they are decreasing. But now that I think about it, um, the deforestation, what's in the world, it's making like the butterflies less, like they don't have homes anymore because, you know, they're deforesting, so they don't have nowhere to stay, which is kind of like bad for them because where they're going to live. And then usually, you know, they move around because the cold, they move from Canada to Mexico and then, you know, going back and forth. But usually there's been like deforestation that takes away their home, so it makes them like lose their home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean bees are a main part of our ecosystem. They pollinize our our fruits and vegetables and help us get all those nutrition and vegetables from our what's our yeah from the stores because. There's n- if there's no bees, there's no fruits and vegetables. If there's no monarchs, there's no fruits and vegetables. If there's no pollinators, there is no nutrition, and we will all die, basically. Basically, yeah. And then, yeah, you know, which is... Yeah, that's pretty much it for bees and monarchs. But next up, we have a song. A song. It's uh, called Lovely by Billy. And Cali, I like that song because, you know, it's just a nice song, you know? You know, I, it's pretty, I like Khalid, yeah. best artist, probably in my top ten list. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, and we're also going to talk about some promos. Promos, you know, we're going to take a break because young, young people tired right here. Yeah, so we'll be back after the break and we'll see you guys in a bit. We're back. Remember, you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Cali, in Little Village. My name's Caesar. And my name is Emilio. And this is Love Your Planet. Yay. <laughs> um, 
we are gonna introduce these guys to some fun facts. Fun facts, you know. You know about nature, about you know silly things. Yeah. So, first one is a duck can't walk without bobbing its head. So that's I don't know how how is that? How you picture it? Yeah. How do you picture that? How Maybe because I don't know they have a long neck, so they have a really they, sturdy neck, dude. <laughs> And uh, next one is, it is physically impossible for pigs to look up at the sky. I mean, if you think about it, like, pigs, pigs are like, they don't have a neck. Because yeah. it's like their full body. Yeah, it's like their head is merged with their body. So, like, how are they going to look up? Like, like it's like they're only can point their noses up. I mean, if you think about it, what, are, what if, like, you know, they're, um, Laying down, but looking up, would that mean that? Well, if you think about it, maybe like if they're laying down, upside down, that maybe, like they could look up the sky. Maybe I don't know. Not sure. Um, another one is that a cat's earring glows under your black light. That's probably like the weirdest one. Uh, like out of all of them, I don't know, like. A cat's urine that close, close on the black light. It's like, I mean, maybe if you are going to your house and it's dark and you can see, it and they're like, "Oh, look, the light right there." <laughs> so, another one is a group of frogs is called a army. So, if you see like a bunch of frogs, you're like, "Oh my god, it's it's an army." It's an army. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this one's probably Emilio's favorite. Uh, it's like the the funniest, but I don't know. Kind of like, weirdest, you know? Okay, so more people die from falling coconuts than from shark attacks, which is really weird but funny at the same time. Cause if you think about it again, there's not there's not a lot of shark attacks. And will would be like Miami or Florida, but then how would you know there's more like dies from coconuts? Like you will have to count all the like the stories of like people that die from you know coconuts. So yeah, I don't know how they will measure that. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how they count all the deaths from coconuts. Like like that'll be like really tragic. Like way to die like by coconut like anything else in the world and a coconut just hits you in the head and you're dead it's over it's over um another one is that um there are more chickens than people i mean it's weird but it kind of makes sense because you know you can't have you know like uh, one per a person eats more than just one chicken because you know like let's say you have nine thousand humans and you have nine thousand chickens and each human took one chicken and they all ate them at the same time that means there wouldn't be any chickens left over so they have to double that or even triple that to have more chickens than the population should yeah, it makes more sense when you say it and also the atlantic <laughs> and also the atlantic ocean is saltier than the pacific it, maybe you know it's because atlantic used to be a city 
So, you know. <laughs> that, 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 that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That, that doesn't even exist <laughs> boy <laughs> anyway <laughs> um this is like one of my moods all the time a snail can sleep for three years which is literally pretty good you know because i can sleep for three hours but three years bro you're like i mean you basically missed three birthdays so You know, where are all those presents, all those, you know. Oh, the cake. Where's the cake? <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is that tarantula spiders can survive two and a half years without food. And, like, like, imagine you, Emilio. Like, how would you feel if you had to survive two years and a half without food? I mean, I heard that people could survive without food for, like, for a month or, like, two months. But they would have to drink a lot of water. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, yeah, like, I heard that, I heard that too, like, saying um, that you could live without, without, without food for a month, but if you stop drinking water, you basically die that, that week, that first week, because more than a week, you die of dehydration and other, like, stuff. So drink water, guys. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Stay fresh. <laughs> Uh, on the other ones are that armadillos can walk underwater, so that's pretty cool. But I don't think they'll be able to breathe underwater. Yeah, so they're pretty heavy, so I don't know. <laughs> um, other ones are that skunk urine is used to make some. Wait, wait, what? Skunk urine is used for perfume. That's nasty, but somehow they make it smell good. So wait, what? Yeah, uh, what do you think on that, dude? I mean, I honestly don't know why or why, but usually when you smell perfume, you think it's like come from a flower, maybe some fruit. But coming out of that, you might think it's kind of weird. But I mean, I have never smelled it or like I have never seen it. But yeah, it's just a weird thing, you know. Um, another one is that pig's bones are used to make gelatin. That's like. I, I I think I've heard this, but that's, like, I don't know how they use the bone to make gelatin. That's pretty cool. I mean, I've seen the video, and honestly, I don't know why there's people that's against it, you know? Mm -hmm. When it's just like, like, in my mind, it's like, well, the animal is dead already, and they basically using the bones to make more stuff. So why are you going to be against using bones mm -hmm. that are literally for nothing? So I was just like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know. So yeah, guys, that was a bunch of facts about nature and ducks and pigs and frogs and geese and other really 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 fun stuff. So next up is a audio piece by Camila and us of course. Yeah, you already know. Um, Your boys. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but Yeah, this audio piece is by Camila, edited by Camila, because, of course, like, it's, it's, I hope you guys enjoy, and we'll be right back. Camila and Cesar are aboard the Titania, and at the distance, there's a landfill, like an iceberg. What a nice cruise this is, Juan. I know, right, Rosa? What will be the likelihood that I'll sing? It's not like that will ever happen. Attention all passengers, please remain calm. I repeat, 
please remain calm. We do not have everything under control. I repeat, we do not have everything under control. The whole boat is going to sink. Holy whack-a-mole, we just had a landfill. Stay here with you. Rosa, I love you. If only people didn't throw trash into the ocean. And we're back. So that was an audio piece by Camila. Ruiz, Ruiz, writing. <laughs> so we had made. Well, actually, Camila had made that that audio that audio piece. piece. It's like it's really funny. She edited it really well. And shout we, out to Camila, you know. Yeah, we give credits to her. Like, thank you, Camila, for the audio piece. You made it really, really, really funny. Yeah. So, um, now we're gonna talk about some events that happened during Earth Day, like. Pokemon Go, they had their own their own little event where they invited um, trainers or players that play the game to go outside and clean up the planet. So some of that was um, that they invited 1,000. So if 1,500 players signed up for this event, they unlocked two times Stardust when catching groundwater and grass type Pokemon. And so like you'll see ground, water, and grass-type Pokemon more common than you used to because, you know, those are Earth elements, ground, water, and grass. So now if 3,000 players clean, cleaned up trash, that meant that they will unlock three times Stardust when catching ground, water, and grass-type Pokemon. So that's pretty cool, you know. Um, it's not just it's not just other organization, like... like um, it's not just other organizations, but it's also video game organizations that are helping our planet just be a little bit cleaner than it is that it should. You gotta catch them all, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and landfills, you know, landfills. Um, another event is, um, so, some pollution stuff, you know, like landfills and all that. Uh, yeah, like, I think your pollution is pretty bad because it's made by cars and like the sound pollution too i mean every day you're using a car every day there's millions of cars being used and they release a lot of carbon dioxide into the air and it's really bad for us especially because it could cause diseases to the lungs and you could have respiratory failures and it's really bad especially for children yeah i heard like in china it's a big place where there's like a lot of pollution and people have to use the mask so they can like breathe normally. So it's it is a serious problem that people have to aware and like you know, it's important. You know, there's a lot of factories over there, so there's a lot of a lot of smoke, like a lot of um really, really, really dirty air. 
And especially because they have to wear those masks, those filters, so they don't catch, so they don't inhale all that nasty stuff, you know? So, I mean, who who want to live there? And it's unfortunate that those people have to live there, so. And next, we are presenting an interview with El Vejo. Some um, girls like you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, El Vejo is a... Uh, uh, organization also known as the little village environmental justice organization they help with our community and help it be a little bit cleaner than it should so yeah they help it help us clean the environment especially our community in little village um so yeah we interviewed three young youth leaders and here is our interview when we'll be right back after it What are your names and what organization are you guys a part of? Uh, um, my name's Jacqueline Vasquez and I'm from the Little Village Environmental Justice Organization. I'm the park organizer and the youth leader. My name is Italia Sandoval and I'm a community organizer with the Little Village Environmental Justice Organization. My name is Cindy Reyes and I'm a leader at Obico. Alvejo does a lot of different things uh, when it comes to different campaigns that they're holding, such as like the park campaign, brownfields campaign, like cooperativas campaign, collateral channel, and air monitoring campaign. And like all campaigns like connect to one another, but they're all like from different things like that's surrounding like Little Village. So that means like the park campaign is focusing on like bringing back a community center in the neighborhood. The collateral channel campaign is focusing that the collateral channel is being cleaned up and like there's a cooperativa one like to start in like the next few years hopefully or at least like soon enough. So a lot of the campaigns that we do, well the way that we choose our campaigns are actually different issues we see in the community and different problems that we see that have to be fixed. So for example, um, with the Unilever campaign that's actually different issues that we see in the community that we want to fix. How were you guys able to open La Vita Park? And how long did it take you guys to accomplish this? I didn't really take part of like our campaign just because like I wasn't aware of it and I was like um, probably eight or something. I don't know. Like I was very young, but I I know that a lot of like community members. Well, from what it started is that um, the Silotech site where the park is not located. Um, um, whenever it rains, it will like rain inside like the, the waters would run off to like the people's homes that were around there and that caused like rashes and like other health problems to the to the people around and so the people like organized together to, um, to get the area cleaned up and also like their homes cleaned up and then after that it led up to a lot of community members wanting to start a park from there on out took 15 years basically to get the park done and it opened on So we actually wanted a park because during that time there was only one park in the neighborhood and that was Petrowski Park and due to game boundaries not everyone could access that park. I don't know like the different size of the neighborhood but like people closer to um, to Kedzie and like Albany and stuff couldn't access Petrowski Park because of game boundaries and we need another park. Why is it important for youth organization to be introduced to young people? So the reason we actually decided to have that workshop focused on youth organizing is because we want to let everyone know that anyone can organize and anyone can make a change. Like it doesn't matter of your age, 
it doesn't matter where you come from, anyone can make a change. And people shouldn't be like, if you see an issue that you want to fix, you shouldn't be intimidated to go ahead and fix it. Like if you want to, if you see something, you want to do something about it, like you should do it regardless of your age. And we want to, we wanted to let people know that, that you can do it. And we also want to give young people the different, the different steps to do that. Yeah, and like I mentioned like before starting off the whole youth summit, um, right now there's like a lot of like politics going on and a lot of like negative comments when it comes to like youth um, standing up and like actually sharing information to each other. Um, and that's like, like it's being seen as a bad thing. But really, like, we want to encourage people to keep, well, especially youth, to keep on, like, doing what they're doing. Like, go with what they believe in and, like, it's okay, it's not wrong. But also, like, just because even, like, from our experiences, like, we started off, like, at 16, we were, we were so unsure of, like, what we were doing, to be honest. And then, like, look at us now, like, we feel confident in, like, the type of work that we're doing. And like we're only hoping to like encourage more people like Cindy here. She's all, she's she's 16. So yeah. Um, I think adding to what Cece said, so our theme was actually youth empowerment, and our workshop focused on being able to teach like the nice steps for organizing, well that we found efficient. And I think that like since we were talking about youth empowerment, we wanted to make it clear that if you're able to identify an issue and envision a different change that's only for making the community like better then you need to like talk to other people and establish that you deserve better so i think youth i think in general with like the whole history of alvejo and all of the campaigns that they focus on youth have actually had a really big part of it like um starting off the Coletta channel that we started off that in our summer internship 2016. 2016. 2016. We started yeah. off like the whole idea about getting the Clara Channel cleaned up, and then like now it's taking into place. But also, I think um, when it comes to like even outside, outside like of the organization, um, you see like um, I forgot her name, but when it comes to like all the all the youth like getting together and like walking out of school when it comes to like gun control and like all these other things um like I think it's amazing that it was like a nationwide thing and I also want to like go back to the history of the park um and just emphasize more like the importance of youth being involved the skate park um well everything that's in the park right now was actually what the community wanted to see in the park like if it wasn't for community members saying what they wanted it would have just been a lot of soccer fields and the skateboard that's actually at the park right now was designed by young skaters. So I think, in general, youth play a very, very big part in everything. Um, I also think that youth play an important part. Like, even this event, the Youth Summit, was specifically structured by youth. So it's very clear that we want to share like our knowledge to other youth people. And we're back. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolokali in Little Village. My name's Caesar. My name's Emilio. And this is Love Your Planet. And we are about done. Well, not really, because we still got to give you advice about how to save your planet. You're right. I mean, your planet, it's the land you're living on. It's 
it's it's our mother basically yeah it's, it's mother nature mother nature mm-hmm. and if you see garbage outside you're like house or like you walking down the street and then you see like let's say a wrap of like some uh chips just pick it up throw it in the garbage and be nice you know yeah be nice to your community if you're wondering oh how do i save my planet how do i help my community just go outside pick up whatever you see put it in the trash can make sure if it's plastic put it in the recycling bin you're right if it's waste other waste like a banana peel put it in well actually you could use a banana peel as like fertilizer yeah fertilizer like, for like well, plants basically you can use all the um fruits um any yeah any fruits any to fruit fertilize. yeah to like fertilize your your whatever you're growing in your garden yeah. so yeah and that's mm-hmm. another one grow stuff in your garden grow chiles tomatoes tomatoes maybe even uh some piñas you know yeah yeah how are you gonna <laughs> some pineapple so pineapple. But do, hey don't grow coconuts because then you may be that. <laughs> you may be that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We don't want that right now. <laughs> yeah, so don't grow coconuts. But, but yeah, plant all of that, you know? Or grow chiles. Yeah, like, again, grow chiles for your mama's yeah, salsa. Some pico de gallo. Some pico de gallo. Yeah, you know, we're close to Cinco de Mayo, too. <laughs> Dude, so. that rhymed. I don't know that yeah, rhymed. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys. Um... Because remember, um, even if we were, even if we're polluting the air and like we're just like making pollution grow even faster than it should, um, we're just killing ourselves because even after we're gone, the planet's still going to be here. So we're not killing the planet. We're killing ourselves, basically. So just something to think about. Let that sink in. Two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. But thank you guys for listening to the show. We're gonna say goodbye with a song of Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's my. Uh, I, I kind of like. Yeah, he's like my favorite artist. Yeah, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. With <laughs> this song it's called Earth Day. I think so, pretty much. Yeah. So thank you guys again for listening. Remember, you were listening to. WLP and LP Chicago 105.5 Lumpen Radio Broadcasting live from Studio Y in Jolo Cali My name is Emilio And my name is Caesar. And this was Love Your Planet Love Your Planet, thank you guys
you're listening and enjoying our amazing outstanding terrific wonderful inspiring delightful funny breathtaking amazing astonishing highly amazing (gasps) production if not you should listen to our radio show what's up again in the meantime we'll be working on the next one here in lumpin radio so stay tuned to our next amazing outstanding terrific wonderful inspiring delightful funny breathtaking astonishing highly amazing broadcast i hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day don't forget to listen to us on soundcloud at yolokali on social media like facebook instagram twitter or tumblr at yolokali or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.